welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark movies from our two different perspectives, mine being the hopeless romantic. And mine being the somewhat seal cinephile. Huh? Sure. I That just came to me. That, that was just unabated, just right then and there. <laughs> so good. Thank you. My name is Stephanie. My name is Hamilton. And today we are talking about Mystic Christmas. I thought it was called Christmas Seal. AKA Christmas Seal. Or or sealed with a kiss. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Huh? Sealed Hallmark, that's with a free a, one. Sealed with a Christmas kiss. Ooh. Yeah, because it's gotta be Christmas related. Yep. Yep. But yep. We were talking about seals. <laughs> seals and Christmas. Seals and Christmas. What could go what, wrong? I was gonna say what goes hand in hand with Christmas? Seals. Seals. Um, I guess we'll just start off by uh, saying first and foremost, Stephanie. Yes, Hamilton. What did you think of Christmas Seal? Is this a movie that you would maybe want to watch again while you were at the aquarium? Or is this one that maybe you'd have on in the background because you are buying tickets for the aquarium? Or is this one that you never want to seal again? What do you, what do you, where are you Man, at? you were on fire today. I, I don't know what's happening. I love it. <laughs> um... I yeah would watch this movie again. Okay, I that's loved, two. I that's loved, two. You'd watch. I again. loved this movie. Wow. Yeah. Love. I'm saying you loved. loved. I loved it. Okay. I it made me laugh. It made me smile. It gave me feels. Mm-hmm. The seal was cute. It gave you feel seals. Seal feels. <laughs> seal feels. And I loved the two leads together. And it was a great script. Yeah. And yeah, I really really enjoyed it. Cool. What about you? Um, I, it, it was tough for me because I felt like this movie was, uh, not great in the beginning, but then all of a sudden it just blossomed into something. So I'm going to say it has my seal of approval and I would, <laughs> okay. I would watch this one again. I would watch this one again. This was a lot of fun. Wow. I can't wait for all of the, the seal puns. That's it. I'm, I'm tapped out. You're tapped out? I'm tapped okay. out. Oh, well. Wow. Well, that makes me really happy because I know technically you probably hated this movie. No. <laughs> It was a lot of high key. A lot of high key. Yeah, technically, I didn't love this movie either as like the technical stuff, like it's not kind of the way it looked, but I didn't even care because everything else to me was so wonderful. Yeah, I mean, it was was done really well. And I think really what, what carried it for me was a few things, right? We have our two main leads. The direction, though, of this film was astounding. And also the script. This was probably... One of my favorite scripts uh, that we've seen in a minute, and it, the script was just insane and delivered with perfection. So, really, this was a just one of the best scripts. I found myself laughing a lot. Just really great all around. Everything was just clicking. Yes, uh, I would agree. Uh, let's do a quick plot summary yeah, before please, we please. before we dive in. I don't know if this uh, plot summary will get your seal of approval. <sighs> I can just hear everyone just turning this podcast off right now. Juniper, which is that really her name? Great name, by the way. Is that her yeah. name? Her name's Juniper. That's wild. How did I not know that? That's crazy. Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty unique name. Yeah. Is a seal expert who <laughs> travels back home to Mystic, Connecticut to help her friend out with a seal situation. I didn't really know what was going oh on. Oh, so God. That's what we got. She is reunited 
with her friend's brother, Sawyer. Mm, that's a good name, too. I know. Who she once had the most romantic night of her life with, according to both, to both of, them. of them. Yeah. They haven't spoken in years. Ten and years. A, it was ten ten years. years. And as they start to reconnect during her stay, old feelings surface, kind of like the seal out oh, of the water, <laughs> which leads to a very merry mystic christmas beautiful love the alliteration at the end great Thank you. um yeah so really real quick before we dive into the the actors here that that is what bothered me the most about the beginning of this movie is that the whole them not talking to each other was so silly to me i mean you have the most romantic evening of your life ever both of them do and none of them reach out because of a missed letter like that is that is absurd in this day and age. What? I can understand if this was like 1863. You know, there's no email, cell phones. I mean, the post isn't really reliable. Uh, that was silly to me. And it still is silly to me. And that's the only thing that kind of kills this movie for me. Yes, it, it it's kind of unbelievable. But at the same time, if you think about it, these leads in the movie, I mean, we don't quite know how old they are. But I would say they're probably like in their 20, late 20s. So 10 years ago, they were practically babies. So it seemed like a no, a, no an immature thing that you would do. Like you have I, this great I, night and then because it's not like they were dating. I don't like care. They just I have mean, this one night together and then they both think the other one blew each other off. And so it's like, oh, well. Yeah. But what's even so more ridiculous is that it's the brother of your best friend. So that's the other. It just it's so implausible and so. Like, it'd be one thing if, like, oh, I, I saw you at this thing. You know, we, we kind of hit it off a little bit. They both said this was, like, the most romantic thing ever. That's what did it for me. If they had just met each other at this wedding and just had a dance or whatever, that's one thing. But the fact that they said it was, like, the most romantic thing ever, that that killed it for me. Other than that, I think this movie is running on all cylinders. Cylinders. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but let's go do our two main leads because I, I love I love this man. Oh, this man. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, okay. We'll go with the man first. Uh, Chandler Massey. He's so good. Play Sawyer. He's quickly becoming my favorite. He is. He is uh, enjoyable to watch. And we were introduced to him in Next Stop Christmas. Which is of one course. of our favorites, you know. Exactly. And yeah, he. I'm glad that we got it. The last movie that he was in, not my favorite. Um, but I really am so glad that this one hit the mark because he's so funny yeah he just has great delivery um and when he's paired with the right person mm -hmm. it's just you know it's it's kind of like magical it really is yeah yeah it's like kismet mm -hmm. so yes i definitely enjoyed him uh almost dare i say more so than in next stop christmas yeah, he, he, I think he got to, to flex some more yeah. acting muscles in this this role for sure. Um, Next Stop is just, you know, it's one of my favorites. And so that has, a, that has a special place. But no, he, I think as far as acting goes and as far as the character development, he had a lot more room to, room to play with this for sure. And he really had fun with it, I think. Yeah, uh, you could tell. And I think they both did and had fun with each other. And um, that was with Jesse Schramm, who plays juniper now jesse has had i've had a journey with jesse and what? she has just <laughs> have you i do want to know about this journey <laughs> with her movies um <sighs> and i have to say this is my favorite jesse shram movie that i have seen 
And I just adored her in this movie. Yeah. I thought she was perfect for this role. She she delivered this script perfectly. Mm-hmm. The timing. It was a fast, like quippy, quick, quick. Quippy. Uh, it was a quippy, quippy one. Yeah. Script. And she just did so well with it. It was perfect, especially her and um, Chandler bouncing off of each other. Mm-hmm. They were just both perfect for these, for these roles. Well, it's funny because I remember seeing the previews, and I can't think of what movie I've seen her in, but I remember really not liking her that much, you know, not, not really connecting with her. And so I was a little bit on the fence, but, I mean, she's, she's more than proved herself now, so I, I'm a fan of hers at this moment. Yes. So I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just the director really taking the reins. And that's why I'm saying I really think the director has a heavy hand here because everything is just working well. And that's usually a really good sign of a a leader, a director kind of leading the charge here, in my opinion, anyway. Yes. And we had Marlo Hunter was the director Mm -hmm. of this movie. And uh, writer was Nicole Dressel. Please write more. (laughs) Please, please write more. It was so smart. Such a smart movie. So funny. Like the lines in here were great. Everything was just, ah, uh, Chef's, that was chef's kiss. Seal's kiss. Seal's kiss. We also had a familiar face. Speaking of Next Stop Christmas, uh, in our supporting cast. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they maybe, you know how we didn't quite know what happened to Ben in Next Stop Christmas because yeah. he ends up on a timeline. I think him and um, Tyler, mm-hmm. or this is, this is maybe where they found their alternate the alternate universe Maybe. that they are in here because I can see it. I can see we have it. Eric Freeman in this movie who plays a character named Peter, mm-hmm. but he was also in next stop Christmas's Tyler. Um, and I, for a second there thought we were going to have like another little like love triangle, <laughs> um, but they didn't go there. They didn't Thank Thankfully they did not. I mean, that's, in, I'm glad you brought that up because really the supporting cast here was just a delight. Everyone was just, like I said, uh, I can't even speak right now. Everyone was a delight uh, to see on the screen. Uh, the little girl, the best friend mom, like, gosh, she was funny. Like, she was one of my favorites. Like, she really just kind of, her delivery was just on point. Uh, the Candace, yeah. the best friend. Yes. Yeah. She was played by Patty Murren. We've seen, well, maybe you haven't seen her. She was in last year's In Merry Measure. Yeah. Opposite P- Brendan Penny. Um, and that was a real fun movie. But yes, I was happy to see her in this one. And yeah, I just thought everyone all it's around fun. the cast it was, was a good time. Was good great, time. especially the like the the do the the trio mm-hmm. that we have um, with kids. Juniper. You know, helping the the interns, the interns, uh, which Peter was part of that. But he man, this was another great character for him. I am. Want to start a petition for this guy to get a lead because I, I think he does does it yeah he's cute he's funny I think he could definitely you know land a role as a lead sometime soon so. I mean he's showing his range too I mean I, I would watch him I would watch him yeah for sure yeah the character growth in it like he just kept like going like surprising me I just was like I could was like who's this Peter guy oh wow lantern got, walks where did that come yeah. from what are you doing? and then he just has this whole like story of his own and yeah he was he was fun you know we might need a sequel with him because really he's incredibly interesting now that you bring it up like his lantern walks the fact that he does like typography like just all of that stuff is wild this guy Let's find out more about you. Let's see that sequel happen. Let's. Um, but let's get into our 
meat cute. Sure. It was pretty cute. Pretty meaty. It was pretty. It was funny. Mm -hmm. It was cute. He mentions time. Yeah. He's like, time, huh? Like that was, uh, that was a great, great line. Um, so I don't know if that was like, you know, they were really throwing back to, you know, this time travel thing next stop Christmas. They probably but won't. We probably just are, are projecting our, our love of that movie onto this. It was definitely... You know, one of those awkward... Well, first of all, it's a Ryu meet cute, we yeah, have I'm to sorry. say. Yeah, Ryu meet. But I loved it. It mm -hmm. was... To me, this is like the start of, you know, the, the quippiness of the back and forth. You know, he's hiding behind the counter. And then I love that she's like, were you behind there the whole time? And just like, oh, well, that definitely made it more awkward. And yeah, it was cute and it made me laugh. And it was the beginning for me to see like, oh, wow, yeah, these two are going to be great together. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. That's kind of when I started kind of getting a little bit more into it, a little feeling it a little bit more. Um, yeah, just a really solid, solid meet cute. Um, I will say, though, that I just want to clear some things up. Good King Wenceslas is the best Christmas carol. If, you, if you've listened to this podcast, you know I love that, that song. And so I'm glad to see it get some airtime here. I'm glad to see some, you know, some people really support that song because it doesn't, doesn't get enough play. Great song. And the other thing I, I want to just touch on real quick uh, – Cell phone conversations are so much more annoying with earbuds in. Like this happened a few times in this film. I mean, you know how I bring up cell phones a lot on this podcast. I hate it even more with earbuds. It is, it is awful. Like we need to stop this trend. If they're going to start doing it, it's going to kill me inside. What, how did you feel about it? Like I, I almost died. I couldn't even tell you a, a scene in the are you movie serious where that it, it was so distracting it was like what what is happening so I, maybe i'm the only one on the planet where and that's why this movie took a minute for me to get going because the <laughs> because of the earbuds because the earbuds yeah and they also broke the 180 rule too with the camera um and so i was i was nervous i was nervous well speaking of christmas songs that don't get enough recognition i'm really also thankful that we get some love and appreciation for Dominic the donkey <laughs> because are you <laughs> this song, you Is know, I don't think it's everyone's cup of tea. No, you have to be in a mood for Dominic the donkey. Um, but it is fun. It's a fun one. When you're in a mood and you know, the, what setting, mood is that? the setting is right. Dominic the donkey slaps. So I was, I was pretty happy um, that you know, this was mentioned and this was Juniper's favorite song. Yeah. Yeah. How did you, how did you feel about the seal? Like, was this, I mean, cause it's kind of an odd plot. Like it really is kind of odd. Um, it's one we haven't seen before. I haven't seen anything. So I don't know. I was a little bit like eh, on the seal, but then I started getting into it. I was like, Oh, what's going on? It's sick. Like I was really kind of vibing <laughs> on the seal. I know. I loved the seal. Yeah. I thought the same of like, oh, this is a different premise. I was like, how are they going to make this Christmassy? Right. I thought this one wasn't going to give me Christmas feels because I'm like, oh, it's a seal. It's going to be like hot weather or whatever. Yeah. But apparently seals still exist in the winter. So imagine that I was like, well, you know, we're still going to we're still going to have a Christmas movie here. And I thought the seal was adorable. Yeah. The way it hops on its little belly. Oh, my gosh. I've never I, like I've never studied the movement before, but I was <laughs> you fascinated. You haven't? No, I slow mode it. I went back like just really fascinated by how they move. The uh, the seal's name was Peppermint also. Which, oh, my God. I mean, come on. Come on. No, just uh, adorable. And I loved how it was intertwined in the movie. It wasn't seal heavy, you know, like there wasn't too much seal. There was like just a right <laughs> amount of seal in this movie. I mean, you, like, I know exactly what you mean. And I totally agree because, you know, this happens all the time in like a business one where there's so much yeah. business. There was just the right amount of seal. Like that's, 
Oh, that's so good. Because yes, I, I'm, I'm on board. I'm on board. I was invested in the seal. Uh, yeah. And man, what about the baker? That baker, like, he was great too. Like, I loved, I was getting a, a feel for Mystic. And, you know, Mystic was a really popular thing back in the 90s, the 80s, 90s with Mystic Pizza, you know, when that came out. I remember my parents, we were driving up to Maine. We had to stop in Mystic because of that movie. And I think we got pizza. But that, it, was, it used to be a really big thing. Um, so it was kind of cool to see Mystic back on the map too. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Mystic shout Pizza. Out and I like that there was pizza in this I movie. I mean, I think that's, that's why they, they, that's why he runs a pizza place is because of Mystic Pizza, right? Like that has to be. Because you have to. You have to. Yeah. And apparently the, which I could be wrong, correct me, but I think I read somewhere that the pizza place that he works at in the movie yeah. is an actual pizza place there. Because I saw someone was like, oh, so happy that this pizza place is getting love, I guess, because Mystic Pizza is where everyone or I don't know if Misty Pizza was a real place, but apparently the place that he worked at is an actual pizza place well, good. there. Um, so Local love, local mystic love. Speaking of script, and we, we talk about how quippy and funny it was, mm-hmm. um, this movie was just too cute. They had so many fun, funny lines. Um, and like, so I have a few, you know, that we'll talk about. But one should, of we, my, should we just go down some lines? Because well, <laughs> I have some lines too. Go go for it. Well, one of my favorites is when, when his niece Louisa is talking about how he, you know, can't read the, the, the library. <laughs> the library keeps asking for... Uh, his book back before he finishes it. So I don't have the exact line, but I'm that made me laugh so hard because that is me. I actually read a lot, but that used to happen to me more. I'm I've gotten quicker because you know of this situation. But I just could like that line was so funny to me that she's like, oh yeah, he hasn't read in years because the library keeps asking for it back before <laughs> he finishes. And that just, I don't know, tickled me. I love that scene. I love, you know, I'll just go down a few of my, my favorite phrases too. When they have the sand dollars, they call it a bucket of skeletons. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, thought it was hilarious. Uh, they call the baker a wintry pastry warlock, which is just a delight. Um, and then when she says, nobody needs to eat scones under duress, like so many good lines in this film, uh, and probably my favorite one, which was, I just thought was so clever. I think she was complaining about trying to get all these traditions done in a short amount of time uh, or trying to get all this Christmas stuff in a short, done in a short amount of time. And then he goes, that's why people repeat traditions. And I was like, oh, that's so good. Like it just, it really clicked for me. So just, ah, really good. Yes, excellent. Um, and you're talking about the, I mean, you mentioned the baker. Uh, that was one of my favorite scenes where she goes in to get some treats and he just like knows where she's like, what would I get for like this situation? Yep. And she keeps adding so on to it. Fun. And he's just like, oh, this, this. And she, oh my God, that whole interaction in that scene was just incredible. It was so funny and it was so like unique. Like there were lots of things in this movie that, like surprised me that I just wasn't expecting. And I was just like, Oh my God, that was so neat. That was so cute. Well, yeah. So one of the things, let's talk a little bit about what I didn't like, which is the technical. They do the, the rich blue moonlight, which just always grates on me there, especially in the beginning. And that's again, why I was getting really nervous because when she steps outside from the party, there's that blue light right on her face and just, I just, it just kills me inside. So, I mean, this was, you know, your typical kind of, uh, movie lit. A lot of things were kind of underlit in my opinion. Um, and then they would do some high key every once in a while. And it just, it's a style it's, it's cheap to do. It's quick, which is why I think they, they light it like this. Cause it's just really easy to do. 
um, or else it's easier to do. And so that's that's a little misstep for me. But the movie was so good that I, I did barely noticed. Like I have very few lighting notes here because everything was just just good. Yeah, I did write that I was like, oh, I will admit technical isn't great because I even noticed like just some of it just seemed kind of maybe low budget. That's what I'm saying. If they had some more budget yeah. here or more time, it's either budget or time for these films. And so if they had a little bit more of one or the other, I think it would be it would do flawless. So, um, but yeah, maybe next time, maybe, maybe next time, maybe next time. But again, it didn't really bother me because no, no everything it, else, it wasn't glaring. Like it didn't take away from it. It was just there, you, you know, it didn't add to it, but it didn't take away either, which I'm, I'm okay with. Exactly. Uh, I like, this is going to sound super weird, but I have this note that says, I like that she didn't have a mom and dad. And the reason I say that is because it's always, they're always like a focus, but they're not really in the film that much. And it just becomes like a, like a plot point that's not really interesting. So I really like that. I wrote it down. And then like 20 minutes later, she calls her mom and she calls her dad against green screen. And I was like, gosh, you don't need this in this film. There was no need for that. And so that really that really bummed me out because we don't see them at all and there's like a, a three minute scene with them and just ah. Yeah, I think that was like the one part that I wrote that I was like, we didn't need that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's just showing how independent she is, but like she still We don't need it. We don't you need know, it. needs her parents' advice yeah. or whatever, but it didn't really like add anything to it. It didn't make me you know, I just I again I don't think it was necessary and also to add it to have that awful green screen, it kind of like to me took away yeah. from from the joy of the yep. movie. But yep. you know, and also the those two parts, like the two calls that she has, like I was not like, oh yeah, that's her mom and dad. It was like, no, no. they just threw this no in there. Need. Two actors, like I didn't feel any connection between the you know exactly. mother daughter. Like that was like the one. That's funny because I was thinking that the same thing. I was like, we didn't we yep. didn't need that in the movie. But yep. oh well. Um, so romance, this movie was adorable as far as romance. These two, like I said, I mean, we have a lot of like funny lines and funny. So it wasn't like this, like hot and heavy thing, but my one thing that I am still a little bummed about is I want to know what happened on this night that they both say was the most romantic night of their lives. Like, we didn't get any context of it, like what... No flashbacks or anything. No. Well, I didn't even need a flashback, but they could have mentioned something. No, nah, this... just leave it to the imagination, you know? I think that was fun. I like that. I like the fact that they don't really talk about it. We know that it was the wedding, and that's it. Yeah, but I just am like, I need to know that you... That they both feel this way. You know, maybe it's just my my romantic side that I'm like, I want to know what was this night. But I love that that's like... The thing. It's not that they were like exes and yeah. they dated. They just had this one night one that was night. apparently amazing. And then I love the awkwardness of them reconnecting. And then I love that scene where, you know, she's like, oh, well, maybe we'll fall in love again. And, you know, we'll have this whole thing play out again. And he's just kind of like, uh, oh, yeah, I was joking. Um, <laughs> or is he the one that says it? I don't remember that scene. Well, it's when he goes to give her the pizza oh, and then yeah, they yeah, have yeah, that yeah. really special time where he stays and eats pizza with her yep. and they're just like talking. I love this thing that they like ask each other questions mm -hmm. and because they're getting to know each other, you know? Yeah. And I like that we have like 
kind of some dating in yeah, this that they're yeah. they're hanging out they're getting to know each other they realize she's gonna be leaving but they're like well why not why not just enjoy mm-hmm. the time that we have together and so we have some really sweet moments of them uh you know the looks uh, you know when he's worried about peppermint when she has to go mm-hmm. and check on on the seal and he's like waiting <laughs> And he, and then they're like looking at each other like he doesn't want to leave her. There's just a lot of like Chandler Massey is really good at making me believe he like loves the person that yeah. he's opposite. Like the way he subtle looks, things he does, the way he looked at her and like the little smiles he does, like when, you know, you, you, he doesn't think she's looking just those details. And, you know, that's my thing or these little details. And to me, that's what made this romance so special were these little details um, that both of them put because they just they seemed so smitten with each other Mm. and it felt evident. And I love, you know, there's a scene where she, you know, puts her head on his shoulder um, when we're on the, the bench together. And I'm just like, oh, like just these cozy moments. Like it definitely gave me the Christmas feels, the romantic feels. Um, for sure. You know, I, I, I totally agree. Um, you know, again, I'm no romance expert, but it was there and I, I enjoyed the scenes that they were in. Probably the coziest, romanticist thing for me was the, the Christmas tradition of getting the book on Christmas Eve and reading to each other or not re- reading in the same room with blankets. Like that was, that was adorable. I love that tradition. We might even start that tradition this year because I loved it so much. Yes. We both, we talked about it. I said, oh my God, this is amazing. I want to do this. Um, yeah. cause we're both, you know, readers love to read. And I mean, what's more fun than cozying up with a hot cocoa and hot cocoa? the, the, the bokeh behind us and Oof. our blankets. But yes, it is, which I'm going to butcher it, but I love the, the even the name of it, the, I, yeah, I shouldn't even try. Don't even try. Something flawed. Oh. It's a Icelandic. <laughs> say Icelandic, Icelandic tradition. Icelandic tradition. I'm going to figure out how to pronounce it better and we are going to do it. If anyone else is thinking about doing this tradition, let us know. Let's do it. But let's go ahead, if we can, let's talk about the conflict because for the first time in a very, very long time, the conflict felt natural. It felt real. It felt warranted. Uh, it, it was just done so perfectly. If you ever, if you're a Hallmark writer out there, watch how this conflict was done and take notes because this, this is how you do it. I mean, there's so many good lines here. Uh, when the whole town is kind of trying to get them to reconnect because, you know, he's upset because the date was canceled. And, you know, the one of the lines is, there's a fine line between low-key and passive-aggressive. Gosh, I love that. And it was just funny because the conflict was funny because you have the town chiming in. But then afterwards when they're walking, and even says, why are we fighting? Like, it's just, it's so good because they just don't know. And I love that ambiguity there. And just, it was great. Like, I was, I was there for it. It, yes, it felt so realistic. Realistic, and, yeah, totally real. Because you know there's tension there. You know he's upset because she's leaving. Mm-hmm. She's upset because she has to leave. But she's also upset that he's maybe making her feel bad about that. Like they both know that they want to be with each other, but they just don't know how it's possible. So mm-hmm. they're like getting mad at each other about it, even though they don't know. <laughs> they're like, why are we fighting? Yeah, I love that line where he's like, why are we fighting? I love the like seals and suitcases. Yeah. <laughs> um, the argument was so good. Like normally I'm not like here for a fight, 
but this fight was written so well. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was actually fun to watch because it, you know, it had some humor in it. Yeah. Um, and but it then needed it, to happen. it needed to it happen. It needed to happen, you know, be, all because of the passive aggressive emoji that we, we get, <laughs> but and it and they they set it up because you know how you're always like well why didn't they just talk to each other before but they set it up to, for us to know who these characters were they're yeah. mollusks they're not gonna talk to each other they avoid confrontation yep. this is who they are so it made sense for their characters to send a passive aggressive emoji and to not actually say this is why I'm not making the date yeah so the, we have all that tension which builds into this fight but then it it does get kind of serious you know when he's like uh, when she's like well no one needs you <laughs> like that that line to me like you know that she's like you think you're staying because you think everyone needs you but you know it's really because you're scared to find out that no mm. one needs you mm. and it was like oh my gosh she's dropping some truth and he dropped some truth he, there's truth drops it yes. was it was intense but like um, in a fun way but I also love the the tension after where where they haven't spoken and she showed I mean she's staying at their you know their guest cottage yep. Yep. um and she goes in the kitchen and they're you know um, sprinkling cookies <laughs> yeah uh, oh god that was funny when he's like where are the what's the winter berries or something and she's like that's not a normal thing people have yeah um, i love i love that line when they're doing like the yeah, wow, yeah. what was it it was, it was called uh seasonal something or other seasonal berries yeah. or spices God, and good. berries um but yeah this tension after of like oh no we had a fight but we still have to interact with each other that whole i mean i think that might be one of my favorite confrontations like conflicts that we've had in a movie mm -hmm. so everything obviously gets wrapped up nice the seal gets put into the water which was actually pretty emotional for me i really enjoyed that scene peppermint you know, free out into I the wild. I was worried about, I'm like, is it going to be okay? I thought like, the seal was about to die. <laughs> uh, so that was cool to see. He's going to start leaving. She's staying. And I was like, oh, this is going to be lame. We get a one year later. But it's cool because she visits him while he's traveling, which is awesome because in that one movie with uh, Tyler Hines and uh, uh, where she's traveled, she travels at the end of that one. Aaron. I, yeah, that's the one. And I feel like he doesn't see her for a year. And that just never sat well with me but this one she goes to see him like she goes to like it's, it's such a, a neat little way to wrap it up yes but before that we have you know the big the big event that they that they go to um you know louisa does her little poem that whole scene God, she acted that so well because she's so seemed adorable scared doing it, I know. Know? such a good actor um but the fact that they you know her whole thing was that she was gonna go to see the northern lights yeah. This is what she was going to do right after Christmas, but she's not going to get to do it. And so they set this up for her in like the planetarium, mm -hmm. I guess, uh, with the northern lights. And oh my God, like that got me in the gut. Like she walks in and they have it all set yeah, up. It and it was good. just, it was really touching. It was really sweet. And yes, we, we have a moment at the end. We get a kiss because she's staying. What? I love that, you know, we have this moment on the beach after they, they let the seal the seal go peppermint she has a name well, it's they peppermint. Let peppermint go what um, did you think of this kiss this kiss i rated it sparks oh every time it was a very sweet moment you know that blazing inferno was like a rare like <laughs> a rare thing it was a it was a wonderful moment and i love this you know part where she's like i'm staying and he's like i'm leaving <laughs> and it's like oh, Wh no. wait what <laughs> um but i love that they let them do their own thing it wasn't yeah. like 
I'm staying for you. Yes, they want to be together, but she realizes like I can stay here and still do what I love. She wants to be with her friend and her, basically her niece too. Like she wants that time. And, yeah. yeah. And, you know, to settle down, but that she's not being tied down. Like they still can go and travel. They can travel together. I yeah. love that. And that, you know, he's that they're confident enough that they can go off and do their own thing and come back together, like you said. So, yeah, I thought it was really nice how they did that. And, you know, they do another kiss, but they it's like a pull away. But it was still cute. But they did do the thing that I don't like where they they'd kiss and then they immediately zoom out. But, <laughs> but yeah, I thought... It, w- it was wonderful. I thought it ended perfectly. I love that they're going to go off and travel together and just live their lives together and be happy. Finally, after yes. 10 years, 10 years is such a long time. Gosh, I hate that. I hate it. But they're better people now. And they're going to be better together, you know? Yes. And yeah, it was just it was a it was a fun like it, the script was so good. Again, like more from this writer and. Just, I like that it was like a unique premise, like we mentioned with the seals. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knew seals and Christmas would go so well? But uh, yeah, I, I absolutely love this movie, and I would, I can't wait to watch it again. Actually, same. same. Well, great guys, thank you so much for tuning in. That was sealed with a Christmas kiss. Mm. Is that really what it was called? Because it needs to be. <laughs> Mystic pizza seal with the kiss. Christmas kiss. Uh, sealed with a Christmas kiss with a pizza kiss Oof. now I want I wanted pizza watching this whole movie yeah um, we actually just had pizza homemade pizza but thanks again everyone for listening and supporting make sure you're following us on all the socials where it's technically romance on Instagram we have a Facebook group mm-hmm. that you are we would love to have you please join come on down Uh, Make sure to give us a rating and review if you're listening on Apple or Spotify. And I believe we're going to be back hopefully soon uh, with maybe a Tyler Hines new movie. We'll see. We'll see what's on the docket. We'll just have fun. (laughs) Join us for fun. Fun Christmas movies. That's what you get here. Yep. We'll be back. Thanks. Thanks, guys.